Want to be protected from opinions you don't like? Then you better go somewhere else, because this is not a safe space. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. If you like to eat, then our first discussion is of interest to you, especially if you also like government treating everybody the same. Yeah, it's pretty much all of us, or it should be, and we all need what farmers produce, of course. Now, amid the effects of the COVID-19 shutdowns, farmers and ranchers across the country took a big hit financially, and it's the kind of hit that can put you out of business. Yeah, I'm Mike Ferguson. Thanks for spending part of your weekend with us on American Viewpoints. So here's what happened. The federal government stepped in. They say they want to help, but some farmers are getting more help than others, and it's based on race specifically or explicitly, if you will. Joined now by Glenn Roper. He's with the Pacific Legal Foundation. And Glenn, your client is pushing back and suing the Biden administration over the American Rescue Plan aspects that deal with farming. Let's talk about the the situation of Scott Wynn and his farm in Florida, because he's taking part in the federal loan program that's specifically designed to keep his business afloat during this particular time. Well, thanks, Mike. Uh, great to be with you. And, and I think this is an issue where if your listeners haven't heard about it, I think they'll be pretty shocked. Uh, the American Rescue Plan, you'll recall, this was that uh, about $2 trillion uh, COVID relief bill that was passed. And there's one section of it that was directed toward farmers and ranchers and said, uh, you know, farmers and ranchers, we're going to forgive their farm loans. Uh, you know, most farmers, they, they don't have the capital uh, just to go do their farming or buy their property or whatever. So they'll take out loans from the federal government. And, and the government said, well, let's go ahead and forgive those loans, but not for everybody. Uh, it's only for what they call socially disadvantaged farmers and ranchers. And the way that they, the Department of Agriculture has defined that, it refers to whether you're a racial minority. So the farm loans of all racial minorities, Blacks, Hispanics, Native Americans, uh, are going to be forgiven under this program and paid off, but whites are entirely excluded. And uh, Scott Wynn, he's a farmer, as you mentioned, in Florida. Uh, we are representing him and, and brought a lawsuit saying that the government can't do this, can't discriminate on the basis of race. One of the things that is an argument in favor of this type of program, and I'm going to get into uh, how can this actually happen in federal law in a few minutes. But the argument being, Glenn, that there have been uh, racially based injustices for minority farmers over the year to, years to the point where uh, decades ago there were actual minority farms that were just taken and confiscated. Isn't there an argument to be made to say this is an opportunity to bring back some justice for what the government itself has done? So there is some, as you said, a history of, of allegations against discrimination or, or of discrimination by the Department of Agriculture itself. A lot of that, though, Mike, has been uh, resolved already, been remedied. There have been huge class action lawsuits that have resulted in the payout of billions of dollars toward minority farmers in, in an effort to, to resolve these issues. The Department of Agriculture has set up additional programs to help give them access to, to lending. Um, and, and so although we think uh, that the Department of Agriculture should, should not have engaged in any of these discriminatory actions, the solution to that is not additional discrimination that paints on this broad brush, not treating individuals as individuals, looking at were you discriminated against? Do you need particular help? But instead saying, we're gonna look at one aspect, 
your your skin color, your race. And if you if you have the right skin color, uh, then we'll we'll pay off your loans. Otherwise, you get nothing, even if you have have suffered under COVID or or for other reasons. So. So the, the bigger concern here is that uh, when the government is, is painting with a broad brush and not based on, on individual circumstances, it gets into very dangerous territory. And, and uh, the history in this country of the government dividing and distinguishing on the basis of race should concern all of us. And it's no less concerning that it's happening today uh, on the basis of white farmers instead of farmers of color. A lot of people may be surprised, as you just mentioned in the first answer you gave, that there is something in a federal program or a federal law that explicitly sets different circumstances based on race. Now, we do know there are preferences or programs to help, for instance, education in high minority areas as well, and those have been worked out. But when it comes to a program that loans money, in this case, let's be real, we're talking about giving money to some people and loaning money to others. So you've got a very different set of outcomes there. But a lot of people may be very, very surprised to hear that there's something explicit in black and white that makes a difference based on race. How is that possible constitutionally and legally? Well, it shouldn't be, uh, Mike. And the Constitution has this guarantee of equal protection that we should all be grateful for uh, and appreciative of that uh, the Constitution itself is supposed to prevent the government from doing this very thing. And the Supreme Court has, uh, in a series of cases, has said there are only very narrow circumstances in which the government can make race-based distinctions. Uh, for example, remedying past discrimination, you know, uh, post Jim Crow laws and, and that kind of thing. Uh, perhaps diversity uh, in higher education setting. Uh, there've been a number of cases addressing that. But it said when the government is making race-based distinctions, we impose the, the strictest standard here. They, in fact, they even call it strict scrutiny where the government has to prove that it has a very compelling need to make this kind of distinction and that it's doing it in the narrowest way possible. And here, we don't think that the government is meeting either of those uh, provisions with the American Rescue Plan. It's not, it doesn't have a compelling interest to forgive the farm loans of all these minority farmers, and it's not doing it narrowly. It's not doing it based on individual circumstances. So there are a number of problems with this. Uh, although in theory, the government can do race-based distinctions, it needs to be done uh, very narrowly, very carefully, not with the, the broad brush that is being done here. We're visiting with Glenn Roper from the Pacific Legal Foundation, who is representing Scott Wynn, a farmer out of Florida who is challenging uh, part of the American Rescue Plan's loan program for farmers and ranchers in particular. Glenn, we've got a couple minutes left here. Uh, you mentioned precedent just a little bit or alluded to precedent just a little bit ago. If this type of program is not challenged, if you're not successful, is there a legal precedent that's being set that could cause more problems or even injustices down the road? And there's a lot of people who are saying, well, if it's something that excludes whites, they don't think of it as an injustice based on the narrative we have in the media, but what could a precedent like this, uh, how could that affect people across the board in America? Yeah, I think it would open up a, a terrible can of worms here, Mike. And, and it's saying that we are no longer holding the government to this uh, ideal of equal protection. And instead saying, we're okay with the government 
deciding to make uh, distinctions and give benefits or impose burdens uh, on citizens of this country based on their skin color, on this characteristic that they cannot control and cannot change. Uh, and, and, you know, the history, not just in this country, but throughout the world is replete with instances uh, of discrimination and dividing people on the basis of race or national origin or ancestry. Uh, now, I don't want to, you know, be like Chicken Little and say the sky is falling here. But, but if this program is allowed to stand, it would open up the ability of the federal government and perhaps state governments to start making other distinctions and saying, okay, well, here's some additional benefits that we think should be given only to those of particular races. Uh, it, you know, it's, it, in this case, it happens to be whites that are excluded. In the next case, it could be Asians that are excluded or uh, Native Americans that are excluded. Uh, and it, once you open that door and say the government can make these distinctions and, and impose uh, burdens or, or give benefits on the basis of race, uh, where's the where's the stopping point? So this sort of program needs to be looked at very closely, very carefully, and we should all be concerned when the government comes out and in in law, in federal law, uh, enacts this distinction, this race-based distinction. All right. If you want to learn more about this particular case, look at PacificLegal.org and just look up Farm Loan Forgiveness. Uh, Glenn, appreciate you being on the program. It's a, it's going to be a very uh, tough case for us to have a discussion about outside of the courtroom while you're doing it inside the courtroom. Well, thank you, Mike. It's been a pleasure to be with you. I'm, I'm grateful for Scott uh, Wynn and his willingness to stand up for his constitutional rights. All right, well, just ahead, it's Memorial Day weekend, of course, and that's often thought of as the unofficial kickoff of summer, and it looks like we're back to summer travel, even though that's going to probably be more expensive this year. Find out why and learn how to make the most of your travel budget. It's right here on American Viewpoints.